Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show, where we get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I always say in every episode, we've got a great show for you. We got Colin Ray coming on. He's done some great things in the past, and I think he's doing some great things in the future. As they as they always say, the best is yet to come. Oh yeah. And I believe with Colin Ray, we're gonna see that. Okay. The best mm-hmm. is yet to come. So how are you doing today? Thank you for that nice introduction. It's very good to be talking to you. I'm doing doing good, feeling feeling pretty good, and uh, just ready ready to ready to get back to work. Oh like wow, a- uh, we understand that. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know, before we really get started, we got um, we had Lee Bryce on yesterday. Yes, and we did. he wanted me us to tell you that his very first song that he learned was "Love Me." Yes, oh, Lee said that. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's very nice. to tell you that. Because <laughs> <laughs> when we were talking with him, when we were talking yes. with him yesterday, we told him you're coming on today. He mm-hmm. go, well, you got to tell him this. Oh. We're like, we'll we'll tell him. But he sang it really well too. I'm sure <laughs> I'm he did. Yeah. Oh, that makes that makes me feel really good. So you well, guys were yesterday. Yeah. yeah yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> so well, as you know, and tell him I said thank you. We, we will, will. <laughs> absolutely. So as you know, um, the, this is a weird year this year. And hopefully next year I don't have to start the show out this way. But yes. this year <laughs> I do. So how has COVID affected you? And what are you doing to maneuver through that? Well, I, it, when I'm home, I've tried to live like I normally live. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, I, I definitely have, have, you know, I'm respectful of people's wishes and the guidelines and whatnot. You know, but for the most part, I just kind of refuse to just, stay in my house, you know, I'm still going to get on out and, and, and live. Um, but the, but the, obviously yeah. the biggest effect for me has been the loss of work this past year. Yeah. I mean, we, right. Like every artist, I mean, we lost like 80, 85 dates or so this year. And it's, but it's, it's all good, you know, and we, we have been able to, to do a few shows along the way just to kind of, <laughs> not get too rusty. I can, yeah. Yeah. we were lucky enough to have four shows, four concerts that didn't get canceled in October. So that was a pretty good month. Wow. Prior to that, it was like, you know, one in August, one in June or something. And usually those were private events that they just, they just went ahead and went forward with, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. but I, I, I miss it. Oh, I miss it. And uh, it's, I, I think it's made all of us. And by that, I mean, all of my contemporaries, all my colleagues out there like me, has made us appreciate even more than we already did. What a cool job we have. Yes. It's aware I was talking to Terry Clark earlier about this and we were going on on about, you know, you do something for so long. Mm-hmm. You never mm-hmm. complain. You, you're always love the show. Once the downbeat starts and that the lights go down and bam, that's always awesome. But you do get to where you complain about the travel. Uh, we, don't get, we don't get paid for playing. We get paid for traveling. We get yeah. <laughs> the older you get, it starts to take more of a toll on your body and your mind. You know, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Traveling. But I'll never complain about traveling ever again. Because <laughs> after this year, you don't really know. You don't really miss what you have until it's gone. And yeah, that's so true. True statement, you know. And so I think all of us are, are so anxious and, and uh, I've always felt lucky. I've always felt blessed, but now more so than ever, because I realized, wow, uh, you know, I just I turned 60 years old in August wow. and I can still sing all my songs. I can still hit all the same. Uh, awesome. I feel, 
I mean, I look a lot different, you know, <laughs> but I still can, I still sound the same and, and can still do my job and people yeah. yes. still enjoy hearing these songs, you know, so what a blessing that is. So, so truly I just, we just can't, all of us, we can't get wait to get back to work. And, and mm-hmm. you know, and for us, you know, we launched the show January 3rd, having no idea what we're doing. And, mm-hmm. and our original plan was like a hundred interviews our first year. We thought if we could do a hundred interviews, We'd be ahead of the crowd. I don't yeah. know too many hosts that can say they interviewed a hundred people the first year. And then COVID happens. <laughs> and I told Sandy, I was like, this could be our year to shine because artists like you is going to need a place to talk and we're going to give it to them. Sure. And because of that, you're, I think, interview number 276. That's right. 276. Wow. You guys have been busy. <laughs> so, yeah. so now the new goal is 300 yes. <laughs> well, I think you'll make it just there's still plenty of time I think there's time there the is. Is going. <laughs> but you gotta, the thing is you have to you have to find the silver lining there's always a silver lining in anything if you just look mm-hmm. for it yeah uh, so true yeah so like I said because of this it could have it probably has established you guys in a way stronger like you said doing 100 a year is great but boy if you get 300 that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty major that's a lot. Of, yeah. That's a lot of interviews. You know? <laughs> yeah, we're planning on writing on after January third, which is the yes. year anniversary, writing a ebook on doing over three hundred shows our first year. But I think people would want to know how you did three hundred podcast shows. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. And so there's and we like have an eight year old. And we have an eight year old that is part the, of every show. And a twenty month old. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, I'm glad to be number 276. <laughs> so tell us about Scars. Yes. Well, the, the album uh, came to be uh, a BFD Audium uh, record label approached mm-hmm. me about doing a, a Americana record. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That, that was kind of intriguing to me because yeah. uh, the more I've learned about the Americana movement, so to speak, you know, I, I like the artists that, from different genres that were sort of meshing together in this and i thought well it's you know there's no it's there's no real um definition of it mm-hmm. you know it's kind mm-hmm. of country it's it's kind of <laughs> kind of bluegrass it's kind of rock and roll and yeah but all in one all those things and and uh so this sounds like a fun project you know and so where where it really took a a turn for the better too is when i decided on my producer david ferguson we were having our first because uh, he had made a lot of Americana records, and I wanted someone mm-hmm. from that world who could yeah. help yeah. me and direct me, you know. And uh, so we were having our so- first song meeting, and about halfway through the dinner, he just goes, "You know, I I, I only want to record songs you you wrote." And I'm like, oh, "Wow, wow!" And I've always been a writer, but over the years, the last few years especially, I got to where I just kind of stopped writing because there was no point in it. You know, you get to a point where you go, okay, I am a performer. Mm-hmm. I am a country star from the 90s, and I work my tail off. Thank, thank yeah. you for getting to sing Little Red Rodeo, and that's my story, and mm-hmm. One Boy, One Girl, and Little Rock, yeah. and all those songs. And you kind of go, well, this is what I do. This is this is going to be my thing from here on out. And uh, so I just kind of stopped writing because when, when, I, when I do write, and this goes back a long way, I, I, I love lyrics. I love the written word and I love poetry and song. And, and I, I really am only interested in writing that way. And back yeah. in the 90s, mm-hmm. I would write with people and I would come up with a line that I thought was just outstanding. 
like, like you know, I was always shooting for Christopherson. <laughs> Not that I could, but but you want to shoot for yeah. them. Yeah, of course. Who's the best? You know, or or, or early Merle Haggard. You know, like. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, Mama's Hungry Eyes, you know, one of my favorite verses of all time, you know, a canvas covered cabin in a crowded labor camp stand out in this memory I revive because my daddy raised a family there with two hard working hands and tried to feed my mama's hungry eyes. It's like, ah, that's, <laughs> that's like Shakespeare, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm, it is. And so to me, the only kind of songs I've ever, I wanted to write like that. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. when we were writing for country radio in the 90s, you couldn't get, you couldn't go that deep. Now we had some pretty right. deep songs we recorded, but it, but there was definitely a, a a wall on each side that you couldn't, you, you know, you couldn't get too far oh, out of yeah. the bounds, you know. And then, oh, that's just too deep. That's just too deep. So so anyway, I had to. This album came about, and so I thought, well, here's a chance for me to see if I can still write, you know, and kind of rediscover that part of my brain. And it was a challenge, but it was it it didn't take long, and the light the life went went on and. Um, we came up with some really great, great songs. And my goal was uh, no subject matters off limits. Oh, wow. No musical style is off limits. Yeah. Yeah. That was so fun. And so I wound up writing, uh, writing by myself or co-writing every song on the album, except two songs that my brother huh. wrote the title song scars. Okay. Another song called ghost story. And, and, mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of a Roy Orbison kind of eerie vibe. To, and so I've always loved those songs. Uh, so it was a real personal record. My brother was involved in the album and that's was a real full circle moment for me because we, you know, obviously started playing music together. He taught me how to play yeah. guitar, yeah. How to play bass. And uh, he and my mom taught me how to sing harmony and stuff. So I mean, that's, we, we've been playing music since we were kids, but then in our twenties, we kind of, kind of went separate we, you know, he, was, he, he was kind of hard to get along with at that time. To put <laughs> and so the band we had kind of more followed me the more so than him. And next thing you know, we split up. We didn't, we, we didn't play music together anymore. And then, um, so it was really cool to have him involved in this because he's had some health problems in recent years with his heart and whatnot. And especially at the end of 2019, we almost lost him. And so yeah. I thought, you know, oh, wow. we need to we need to have him on this record, and not just this, a couple of his songs, but we wrote some oh. other songs together for the album, and that felt so good to get to do that again, and because that's what we used to try to do when we were kids, and we wrote a bunch, oh. we wrote a bunch of crap. You <laughs> know, <laughs> the first, the first, I heard Glenn Fry say one time of the Eagles, God rest his soul. But Glenn, Glenn Fry had said, you know, he says, well, you know, when you start writing songs, the first two hundred you write are going to be awful. <laughs> that's, that's, but eventually you kind of figure out how to do it, you know? Yeah. And so we certainly had our share of, of awful, but we were always trying, you know? So anyway, it felt really good to have him involved in this. And uh, the fact that Miranda Lambert's on, on the song scars with me is oh, a, wow. because of my brother, because he, yeah. yeah. Scotty was uh, Miranda's original band when they, when Miranda was like 17. Oh, wow. oh, wow. and I've known her since then. And, yeah. and he was, I remember him saying, Oh, there's this girl from Lindale I'm working with. You need to come ah. to Dallas. And, and he would, you know, they'd show up at these writer, songwriter listening room things. And it would just be, it would just be Miranda and Scotty, you know? And so, uh, and then the rest is history, so to speak, you know, <laughs> yes. but, but she, uh, she had loved the song scars. Cause he wrote this mm -hmm. song. Scotty wrote this like, Oh, 17, 18 years ago. 
for when he was writing for my publishing company, he wrote it for yeah. me to record. And at the time I was still on Sony and the A&R people were like, ah, oh, this song's just too deep. Colin, here you guys go again. It's just too, it's too, it's too, sad. It's too sad. It's too And I'm like, it's too heavy. He's like, well, this is country mm -hmm. music. It's okay, right? It's supposed to. And so yeah. we, wound up, we wound up just putting it on a shelf. But I be, I've always believed that timing is everything. Yep. It is. The timing for Scars is right now. Mm -hmm. And it, it came at a, it, even though we recorded this album, it was, we were mostly pretty much done with the album by the time the pandemic started. Uh, I never would have guessed that the lyrics yes, would have had so much relevance to people that have been hurting so much this year. You know, mm -hmm. Miranda was kind enough to come in and, and uh, put a vocal down on it. She always loved the song, threatened to record it a couple of times. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, she, she would tell Scotty, she goes, well, yeah. Cause she, I've heard her do it live, and she sings, sang it great, you know. Of course, but she told Scotty, she was like, "Well, I just don't know if I'm old enough to sing this song because it's, it's, you know, the song's about <laughs> someone looking back on their lives, yeah, about emotional scars you've developed along the way, learning to embrace them, you know, yeah." And, mm -hmm. uh, so she didn't feel like she was old enough, you know. So, so that worked out good for me because I got to cut it, <laughs> and then she came in and sang harmony with me on it, and it was just magnificent. So. That really blessed not just that song, it blessed the whole anointed the whole record, you know. And, and you know, people don't realize this. Like when you look at married couples, a lot of times when they're when they argue, <clears throat> they're they're arguing from their past emotional scars. They're not arguing from their mm -hmm. current circumstance. Almost every time their past experiences, their past pain, but they don't see that. No, and, and we all do that. It's so easy to fall into that trap, you know, and you think you think that you're mad at that person, but it was but mm -hmm. it could be from something from your childhood or your early, you know, as, like I said, as old as I am, it could be from any number of areas. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's just, and, it, and we also develop bad habits as we go along too. Not, not I don't just mean the yeah. obvious ones. Yeah. You know? Right, but, but bad emotional habits too, and and, and uh, personality habits, and, and you, uh, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm always trying to catch myself. Yeah, absolutely. No, I shouldn't have said that, or I shouldn't have thought that. <laughs> and it's a, it's a, it's you. Know, we're all a work in progress. You know, we don't, we we're not done until we die. <laughs> you know, we're not finished exactly. Until That's we right. Die. And so, I think yes, I, I just never, I'm just never been one to say, well there's certain things I'm very comfortable in and then there's other things I'm uncomfortable in. And I, yeah. so I try to work on the things that I'm uncomfortable in so that so I, I can be comfortable there in that aspect as well. And, but it's a full-time job, I think for everybody. Most definitely. Yeah. Now, one thing I always like to talk on our show that I think is important to talk about that almost nobody talks about, as you know, people see the glory of a Blake Shelton, the glory of a Miranda, of a Carrie, the glory of you. But they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes, not even to get to y'all's level, but even just the career level. And I always want to talk about that. Uh, and, you know, so let's talk about some of the sacrifices and pain you've went through to get to where you are, because I think it's so important for people to hear this side of it. Yeah, I think so. And it's it's because by the time you get your shot, I mean, I was I was 30 years old when I got signed to uh to CBS then before so before it was even mm -hmm. Sony Epic, um, and that's still pretty young. Mm -hmm. But I had been, I had been busting busting it for since I was fifteen. And somebody says, "Oh, oh wow. 
you weren't serious about it when you were 15. It's like, oh yeah, we were, we were, <laughs> we were very serious. And, and it didn't take me long to decide, look, this is the only thing that I think I'm any good at. Mm. It seems to come pretty naturally to me. And so, but, but I, even then as a new, as a kid, I'm not there. I got yeah. to take me a walk. No matter, no matter what talent God gave you, mm-hmm. he gives everybody talent. And, and yep. sadly, that's so true. Many, he does. So many people never discover what their talent is. And that's, that's a heartbreak. It's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets something. And so my brother and I quickly figured out what our, ours was. And, then as I started singing more in the band, we, we'd be, be in bands and I was the bass player, you know, and, and we backed up a lot of older guys that would have the, the nightclub gig at this particular club or whatever. So in other words, if you want to work that club, you got to back up this guy. And some, <laughs> of them some of them weren't very good, but I learned something from every one of them. Wow. Sometimes, wow. Sometimes, sometimes it would be a backing a guy that was a terrible singer. Mm-hmm. We knew this. Why is he? Why does he have this kid? <laughs> why? Why is he the man? Why is it packed all the time? Right. <laughs> and I said, I, but I watched it and I thought, okay, it's because of what he does, how he talks to the audience, mm-hmm. and what he does mm-hmm. on break. Because we do five, six sets a night, you know, mm-hmm. and one break, you know, he, he went out there and he was going from table to table, and everybody knew him, and and you know, and you go, okay. That's why he's here. That's why. And so, uh, and and the other ones is just like I learned. To, people say, "Oh, you know thousands of songs." Yep, because I sang and played on so many bar stages where I just learned stuff from hearing other guys mm-hmm. sing it. That's why yeah. they just stuck those songs stuck in the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, even though we had a very clear cut idea of what we wanted to do, we weren't ready. And yeah. it took us a long time to get ready. And then, but I always took it very, very seriously. You have to look at it as a job. It's like, a, look, there, it's almost like there's two kinds of people in the world. Mm-hmm. Those who can play music and those who want to. <laughs> it was like, that's okay, true. And, and the ones to, that want to don't want to do the work. Exactly. Yes. And I think, I think where we suffer today, uh, it's a, a kind of a negative thing is that there's been so many talent shows on TV, you know, like from American Idol. Oh, yeah, there are there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Some great voices have been discovered, no doubt. But every time you turn around, there's another one, you know, and, it, and, it, what happens, <laughs> and, and after the show, they still got to work. Oh yeah. They, yeah. And, and, and they're not ready a lot. Now some, you know, there's, there's, you know, there's the Kelly Clarkson's. And the characters. But, yes. but for every one of them, there's a lot of people who win these shows that just aren't, they're just not ready, you know, and they, because they, and they've never, because they've never been in a band before. They've oh, just, yeah. they've just done karaoke or they've just, you know, they just sing, they sit in, they sing, they have five songs they know or, and they'll sing those same songs. And next thing you know, they're on TV in a singing competition, mm. you know, you go, well, you can tell this person doesn't know what they're doing yet. It doesn't mean they're not talented. Right. It's like yeah. if you do, so my thing is always like if you do win this competition, and you do get signed to a record deal, do you, are you going to know what to do? Are you, <laughs> do you, know, do you know what to do? Do you? Yeah, do you have yeah that's important. What's going to make you different? Or in, and so that wasn't around when we were coming up, you know. So so we we did it the hard way, and I'm so thankful we did it the hard way. Yeah, I mean, we played, yeah. We played joints that were just joint. I mean, they were rough places, <laughs> places where we were just a bunch mm-hmm. of skinny kids 
and there was there was this one place we played. Go, well, boys, it pays forty dollars a head a night. Uh, we don't have any bouncers, so and this was the club manager talking. So if there's trouble, I need y'all to come off stage and help me get them out the door. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Bounce too? And, and it was scary because these are some of the some, – but, but we wanted to play so bad, we accepted. We took the took the job, you know. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or there were, I just, I've seen so many things. I've seen so much of the uh, darker side of humanity when I was very, very young, very young, before oh, I was wow. even old enough – to be in those places, you know, but in those days in North Texas and it was kind of like, if you could see over the bar, you could drink. drink. If you, they just thought, Oh yeah, he's a kid, but a couple of these guys in the band aren't old enough, but nobody cares, you know? So it was a different time back then, you know? Yeah. uh, But, but I'm so thankful for it. I I mean, I've seen, I've seen, we, we played this one place, in Oklahoma that we, we, we did every weekend and the, the, uh, the, I'll never forget his name was Ed Frazier the owner of the club. And he always wore these coveralls. He was an older fellow and he'd come walking up there like that and he'd go, the boys, here's the thing. Not if, but when a fight breaks out, when, when a fight breaks out, I want y'all to stop whatever you're playing and go into under the double Eagle and play it as fast as you possibly can. Don't dawdle down, dawdle down. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so we'd be sitting there singing, you know, sing me back home the song, and you hear a whiskey bottle. Dottle down, dottle It was like something from Gunsmoke or an old western or something, you know. And uh, and then as soon as the fight they'd get it under control, we'd go right back to the same song, same song oh, wow. we were playing. <laughs> and it was uh, there was oh there was again, and that was rough. That was rough because I was still in school at that time. So oh wow. So wow. we, played, we played Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, and it was 70 miles away. Mm-hmm. So we would, mm-hmm. we, would, we would play the Tuesday, drive all the way back to Texarkana. I'd get in bed about four o'clock and get up at, get up at seven and head to school, you know, in wow. high school and stuff. And so, and you, but we just, mm-hmm. the point is we just wanted to play so bad. We just wanted to play music so bad. There was no, there was no gig that was too, too gross or beneath us. We just wanted to play. And, and again, people usually didn't like us because in those kind of places, they're not there for a show. They're yeah. Just there to, yeah. They're, just, they're just background music to, to what's going on, you know, and, and keep them mm-hmm. dancing, you know, keep them dancing. And, and talk uh, to y'all how to handle distractions. Oh, it sure did. And, and again, <laughs> it, and it, it forced me to learn how to be a front man because I wound up at a very young age. I kind of found myself being the front man of the band because I could, as you see, clearly, I don't have a problem talking, but, no. I was, but I got to where I could talk to the audience because I learned from these other guys, these older guys. And I saw, OK, yeah. they, I see why I see why they're keeping everything, you know, together by the way they relate to the audience and stuff. And so so all those things paid off many years down the road. Yeah. You know, and even and even before we started trying to put a, a show together, you know, like because um, um, we didn't. We didn't do shows. We did sets. We didn't even, uh-huh. you know, we didn't have a set list. That, it would just be like, I, we'd get up and start. And I'd go, and I would just call one out, you know. Uh, I've always been crazy. Hey, boom, down, and we just started, <laughs> and everybody just dives in. And, and next song, I'd be like, uh, okay, uh, you know, whatever. I would just call them out as we went. And uh, so it was very un- informal, <laughs> you know. But that helped. It helped me. It helped me become who I was. And so that by the time I did get around to where, I was trying to put a show together to, to get to play fairs. Oh and, my God, honored you. 
Oh, hey, I, see, that's 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 the one thing that's never left me is I always I always um, gave him the glory, even in the even in places where you would think he's not in here. <laughs> he's there. He's there. He's everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. And I would always try, even in the mm-hmm. even in the most uh, roughneck kind of circumstance, I was always aware that he had his hand on the back of my neck, and and that's that's one aspect. I mean, I've got, I've I'm still I still got a long way to go, you know, and I, I won't get there until I get there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've always known he protected me in those those kind of situations, and it's very simple to me. If you honor him, he will he will honor you back. Yeah, and and that's funny to talk about that because I'm we we've been married 18 years, and I remember um, through the years um, that we would be on the street and we would run into people, and I'm not talking running into friends, running into strangers, and if I, if I get two minutes in a conversation with that stranger, she would know we're going to be there 60 minutes, almost. To oh, the okay. And, and yeah. she would sometimes yeah, roll her eyes and, and all that. And she'd be upset. And, like, and, and I've done that thousands and mm-hmm. thousands of times in our 18 years. But now we laugh about it because we look back and we're like, God was preparing us for this show. Sure. We had no idea. Yeah. Well, he has no, there's nothing surprises God. You know, he's seen, right. he's seen, he's seen, Everything that's going to happen from the day of creation to this point, he knows nothing surprises him. Yeah. So, yeah. so, you know, this is if, if I could leave the listeners with any thought, it's this, you know, during these during these times like this, where there's so much, so much nonsense and madness going on and stuff like that, you know, just know that he's seen it all coming and he's in and, and it, it, you know, nothing happens without his permission. We don't get another breath or another heartbeat without his permission, you know, hmm. and, uh, yeah. it'll all turn That's out. True. It'll all turn get out well in the end. He wins in the end. Yes. Yeah. She's going to get little Chris. Cause he likes to be, yes, he likes to ask one all. question to each. Uh, yes. We'll get, I'll go get him real quick. And we got a 20 month old that when she gets older, we'll be plugging her in the show too. Cause we are a family affairs show. Yeah. So what's her name? Yeah, but her name's Caitlin, but, but our eight-year-old is Christopher, which she's going to get him real quick to come and ask you one question. Okay. And so while she's getting him, you can um, add this. Because I always like, you know, a lot of people, they see the artists, but they don't see the PR team, the, the producers, the managers. And they don't get enough love, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. So if you want to take one or two minutes, and just to tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Well, uh, they're here with me right now. Uh, uh, Don Murray Grubbs and Caroline Fields have been – my publicist for a number of years now. And, and I'm not just saying this because they're in the same room with <laughs> That's There he is right there. That's I, gone. I to do this. Well, we got to keep on schedule. Oh, buddy. I'm sorry. See, I talk too much. <laughs> He's always telling me I talk too much, but no, he, uh, they, they have done such a great job for me and best, best PR people I've ever had. And I've got a good team. Got a good, who, who, Oh, who's this? Hi, Colin Ray. Hey buddy. How you doing? Are, today? Doing good. What's your favorite food? Oh my goodness! Now, okay, I must. I can't eat this very often anymore because because I'm 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 trying to fight my. Again, you get older. See, I'm warning you. This is what as you get older, you start getting bigger, and so you have to be more careful about what you eat. But hands down, my favorite food is pizza. I could eat pizza seven days a week, three times a day, but I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Pizza. This is pizza too. Yes. Oh, how do you not like pizza? Exactly. <laughs> is she, is because, you, 
Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, you need to get him involved in the show. That's what we're doing. <laughs> Every episode he's pretty much been in as this question. And, and, you know, because we try to honor our time, you know, we really enjoyed having you on and maybe we can have you back for a lot. Cause our show is normally a 60 minute show. Oh, yeah. sure. We'd love to have you back, I'd love to have and, back. and just talk about a lot of stuff. I'd love to, you guys are, I love what you're doing and you're doing it right. All right. Oh, thanks That's so much. He's a All right. Well, All right. And care, guys. Okay. We'll right. do it again. Whatever you say. Just let Don know. We'll do it again. All right. We Sounds will. Good. Sounds great. Yes. Bye. 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 <laughs>